Hello and welcome back everybody to the Crosspoint Church Scripture Podcast. Pastor Josiah here with you, looking forward to another episode of digging into Scripture, looking at it in context and seeing how we can see Jesus and apply it practically to our daily walk with Him. Always hoping to encourage and come alongside all of you to um, be committed to the habit of Scripture reading and meditation, memorization, and so on, um, for the express purpose of strengthening our living relationship with God. Because I think you guys know this, but if you are a great Bible scholar but don't love God and know him, and if you're not studying Scripture to know and love him, not only are you wasting your time, but you could possibly be distancing yourself from God. It's actually not good for you to try to work hard on being a Bible genius if you aren't working much harder on loving God and loving other people, okay? Um. Just a little uh, word of warning there. Today, um, we're digging into our verse of the day, which is John 14 and 27, Gospel of John, chapter 14, verse 27. And uh, this particular verse is about peace, okay, peace. Um, We just heard a good sermon from my friend, Pastor Josh, about um, anxiety and stuff, the Sunday that's before when I'm recording this. And he had pointed out the fact that in the Bible, peace is not the absence of conflict. In other words, it, you know, biblical peace doesn't mean nothing bad is happening right now. Instead, biblical peace means being in with the presence of God. Like no matter what situation you're in, there's peace in Christ. And this verse will um, explain that a little bit. Now, um, some more context. This is in the Gospel of John where um, Jesus is about ready to go to the cross. So this is one of the last... Um, speeches kind of that he makes and uh, sections of teaching that he does to his disciples as he knows his crucifixion is coming up. Okay, just for a context. So he's got his disciples there with him, his his faithful core followers, and this is a little bit of a final address to them. Okay, so our verse of the day says, peace I leave with you. This is Jesus talking. Peace I leave with you. My peace I give to you. Not as the world gives do I give to you. Let not your hearts be troubled, neither let them be afraid. From the ESV, peace I leave with you, my peace I give to you. Not as the world gives do I give to you. Let not your hearts be troubled, neither let them be afraid. All right, wonderful verse here. Um, some Just some observations staying within the verse. How amazing is it that Jesus says um, his own peace, okay? Don't miss that. The peace that Jesus had because of his relationship with the Father, he takes that and he offers it to his disciples. My peace I give to you. Not a derivative, not a lesser, not a, am I making sense? Not a little allowance of peace. You know, Jesus is rich because he's God and maybe he'll give you a little, you know, your check. No. He takes his own peace and gives it to them. And then we notice a contrast here. There's a kind of peace that the world gives. You guys notice that? Not as the world gives do I give to you. Um, It could mean a lot of other things, but I do believe one of the things he's referring to is we know the type of peace the world offers. The type of peace the world offers is situational. If your situation is going well, then you could feel at peace. In other words, if you have enough money in the bank and some safety around you and good health, in good relationships, which there's nothing wrong with any of those things. But as long as they're true, then in this world you have a kind of peace. But as we all know, not only are all those things very shakable, right? 
that bank account could go away, that health could go away, those relationships could, could go away. But another incredible thing is that even when all those things are true, you could not have peace. Isn't that, oh, that's just the worst. Okay, so not as the world gives. Jesus isn't one more of those. He's not saying, if you follow me, I'll show you how to have plenty of money, keep you in good health, and make sure none of your friends do anything wrong. We know this for sure because that's not the way Jesus' life went. (laughs) You see what I mean? He didn't have that situational peace. He had a different peace that came from God. And then you'll notice the action words here in 27. So it says, let not your hearts be troubled, neither let them be afraid. Apparently, um, the peace that Jesus gives, we need to interact with. We have to do something. We have to uh, appropriate it. We have to get it. And how would you do that? Well, there may be a lot of ways, but we know the core is this. Jesus himself is giving us his peace, okay? So to let our hearts not be troubled or let them be afraid, I would think then that has to do with then we need to actively engage with Jesus. Does that make sense? He's the one giving us the peace. It's in our relationship with him that is contained. And so we need to turn towards him and receive it. All right? So when we work on our relationship with Christ, when we're intentional to to know him, to take his word in, then we are increasing his peace, our peace. All right, um, let's get a little context here. What are some possible reasons that Jesus was talking to his disciples about peace? I mean, we could guess because he's about ready to be crucified and taken away from them. That would be one big reason. But let's go up to 25, see if we learn anything. It says, these things I have spoken to you while I'm still with you. Yeah, there you go. He seems to be talking towards the fact that he's going to be leaving them soon. But the helper, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, he will teach you all things and bring to your remembrance all that I have said to you. Okay, the Spirit of Christ sent by the Father will be with them. And I don't think it's a coincidence, in fact, I know it's not, that what follows from being us being promised the presence of the Holy Spirit in our life is 27. Peace I leave with you, my peace I give to you. In other words, the Holy Spirit is God is community is our line of community with God is our line of peace with God. Does that make sense? So to be filled with the Holy Spirit is to be filled with the peace of God. Let not your hearts be troubled, neither let them be afraid. And so, um, yeah, he'll go on to talk about how the Holy Spirit, it's better for him to go away because in the Holy Spirit, God is able to give himself to every believer instead of just Jesus here localized on earth, Okay. And that would be for another program. But as far as uh, um, the Holy Spirit and interacting with him and him being our peace, let not your hearts be troubled, neither let them be afraid. I think a lot of us, um, I do. Well, here I'll speak with, for me. Sometimes I confuse and say, I want to be filled with the Holy Spirit. I want more of you, God. And then I go to work on my situation. And you could imagine God saying, hey, remember, remember you're, you need to go to work on our relationship." Because there, in our relationship between you and me and via the Holy Spirit, that's where your peace will be found. And so I can't constantly be wondering why I have a troubled heart and a fearful heart when I'm constantly obsessed with and pray only about my situation. Does that make sense? All right, guys. So wonderful. If we to seek the Holy to seek God is to seek the presence of His Holy Spirit. How can we know we'll be there? Jesus said He would be. Jesus said He would give the Holy Spirit to those who know Him. 
and where can our peace as Christians be found? It can be found in the Holy Spirit, in our relationship with God. And who can take that from us? No one. All right, guys, wonderful um, program today about peace. I hope it's been helpful to you. I know it's helped me quite a bit, and I'm looking forward to seeing you next time.